Hey, dude, this dog like stinks, man. Okay, groomer, do something about it, man. Hello, you pet stylist. You found the Groom Pod. Welcome to our virtual salon. My name is Susie, and I'm your host. I'm a mobile groomer from Seattle, Washington, and anyone who knows me will tell you I love to talk, especially about my job. One of my favorite people to talk to is my friend and mentor and co-star of the show, Miss Barbara Bird. Hey, Susie. How you doing, and what's up? Well, I think by the time this show is airing, the show being episode 360 of the Groom Pod on January 8th, 2022 in Snohomish, Washington in Tucson, Arizona, it will be our birthday week. Oh, we might as well celebrate it today, huh? Yes. Happy birthday! Happy birthday! Yay! Another trip around the sun. Excellent job on our part. (laughs) (laughs) This podcast is brought to you by our kind sponsors, Best Shot, Show Season, Evolution Shears, Groomore, and Stazco, who have all been traveling around this planet with us. And you guys, if you'd like to support the show, you can go to Patreon and Google the Groom Pod, or you can use the donation button and patreon link on our website www.thegroompod.com this week we're going to talk about pacifier ingredient lists with a little aside to apple cider vinegar all right barbara how was your week i had a week on a roller coaster there were some really ups and some really downs so where do i start let me tell you about my really up okay so On Thursday, Dave was working alone, and he only had one dog to do that day. So he took it upon himself, God, I love him for this, to do some deep cleaning in the upper front area of the shop. I kind of expressed myself with him a little bit about griping about that nobody does any cleaning. (laughs) I mean, people do floors. Floors get cleaned. You know, but detailing the retail area just doesn't get done. And it's beginning to look funky up there. So he took it on and he discovered a brand new unopened box from Hanvey containing a brand new bathing beauty. No way. I can't believe it. But I do believe it because during my time when I sold Bathing Beauties towards the end. And this is the latest model. Oh, It has the new different bottom screen that isn't just regular screen, but it's a plastic bottom that undoes easily. Oh, I'm so happy with it. So somebody returned it after I had already bought it. And I couldn't then return it. So I just kept it. And some helper, we won't mention her name, <laughs> stashed it in the front on the bottom shelf of one of my retail racks. Because that's where you want to put professional grooming equipment is up front with the retail staff. <laughs> Well, but we put boxes up there to fill in 
little empty bottom shelves, right? Okay. But mostly they're empty boxes. And it's got a picture of the bathing beauty on it. How come we didn't even see it? <laughs> I don't know, because it was behind something or something or other. You know, they found it. It appeared. It came upon us. I love it. <laughs> yeah. It's like finding $800 in your pants in the wash. I mean. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> totally. Like that. Yeah, totally. So that was the uh, the up sweep of my week. Well, and now you have a backup with your do-it-yourself model. Yeah, right. Yep. Right. So I packed up the do-it-yourself model in the box <laughs> because at least it says bathing system there, you know. Yes. And now we'll put that away. That was great. And the, the do-it-yourself thing was working too. And, you know, I read, I read Handy's, um, his material that comes with the bathing beauty, and it recommends that we don't put the air button on the floor because it can too easily be stepped on and turn the bathing beauty on in the tub without any water um, and burn up your bathing beauty. And I know a few people have done that. Mine is on the and floor, I, but I because I have to unplug everything and everything makes noise in the trailer, I can hear it. If it comes on, it goes. Mm. Yeah, see, I'm not close enough to it. And I can't hear very well anyway. I can't get away from it. I only have eight by ten feet of space. <laughs> I uh, can't hear the toilet running. Uh-oh. And my landlord gets all over me because he can hear my toilet running. He said, like, don't you even hear it? And I said, frankly, I don't unless I'm in the bathroom standing next to the toilet. So, people, wear your hearing protection now and forever. Yeah, now and forever. Take heed. You know, I mean, not only do I not hear, what I do hear is tinnitus roaring in my ears. You know, and I think I might have said this last week that as a result of going to the New Year's Eve party where I actually had a social life, I realized that I'm not socializing so much because I can't hear people's conversation. So if you guys would like to buy Barbara some hearing aids, donate at the website. <laughs> yeah, maybe we should do something. But I'm just kind of waiting for the marketplace, the over-the-counter marketplace to settle down. And then I'll probably go to Costco. Good plan. And do it. But that's uh, one of my goals and for 2023. Another goal for 2023 is to remember to play the ads that are supposed to be played at the beginning of the show. So What's New This Week is brought to you by Groomore Software. If you haven't found Groomore, you're missing out. Groomore is an all-in-one software solution for your grooming business. Whether you are a solo mobile groomer or manage several shops, Groomore has everything you need. 24-hour online booking and forms, routing, credit card processing, reminders, Google Calendar and QuickBooks integration, and so much more. And the best customer service anywhere. Shop mobile or house call, Groomore has you covered. And they're giving us a free month. Just enter GroomPod22 in the coupon code. So tell me about the bad of the week. Well, one of the bad of the weeks was that on Wednesday, 
I'm in my room grooming my dog and Dave is in the back drying a dog and I get the, uh, hey, Barbara. That's never good. The tone of the call is immediately, it sets me into an anxiety. What's up, Dave? Well, uh, come here a minute. And he brings me the canister of my X-Power canister dryer and it's smelling like burning wire. Oh, that's never good. So, you know, it's still blowing air, but it's frankly, I've noticed for months that that dryer was starting to whine at me and express pain. There's your sign. (laughs) Yep. (laughs) Heed the sign. I didn't heed the signs, you know, like I immediately took it out of service and put it in the back of the car. And the next day I went to the small engine place to see if they would repair my motor. Well, they wouldn't repair my motor because they work on primarily gas motors and they're not electricians. So I understood that. And unfortunately, they're like two blocks from my house three blocks from my shop. And I tried everything. I said, you know, like, come on, one Grant Road business to another Grant Road business, you know, one small business to another small business. (laughs) Can't you just help me here? No, we're just out of our, you know, we don't do big dogs. I don't know. You know, it's just like, but in the process of talking to him, I had the canister up on the counter and I started unscrewing the back filter thing. And I opened it up and there's lots of dog hair inside that machine. And I realized that none of us, three out of three of us, zero, had been paying any attention to the filtering system of our dryers for years. I've had this dryer for Eight years since you and I went to Las Vegas, Super Zoo at Las Vegas in 2015. So the dryer has served me very well. Um, But I've had dryers that lasted longer than that. And I didn't really expect it to uh, crap out. But I realize now that was embarrassing to open that and have a dog here all there like oh (laughs) yes we haven't been taking very good care of her and he said you know that's the first tip i could give you was (laughs) to do your maintenance (laughs) i I thought of you ah yeah like i said you are so right you know if i expect my employees to clean out the filters i got to nag them about it and lead by example yeah, I, or just go in there and do it. Well, you know, I'm not doing much of anything more than, well, I'm not, anyway, I'm not doing it. <laughs> right. Although I do, I have been cleaning off the outside of the filter. Well, that's good because people see that, but it doesn't help the engine very much or the motor. <laughs> yeah, if the hair has already gone through that. And, yes. and, you know, the truth is this X-Power B27 has an excellent three-layer filtering system. It's just that it needs attention. 
It needs replacement. Eight years and I haven't replaced a single one of the three filters. Come on. Yeah. I am so bad. Bad owner. Bad, bad Barbara. Groomer. Bad, bad Barbara. Go to the corner, sit, stay. <laughs> so what I had to do was come home and buy a new dryer because after talking to the the guy at the small motor place who wouldn't do it, he did tell me who would do it, probably. And I, I mean, I know the vacuum cleaner place would do it, except that the last time I took my canine tooth to the vacuum cleaner place to replace the brushes and I provided the brushes, they didn't set it up right again. And within a month, one of my motors wouldn't run. And so I'm down to one motor. So they, excuse my language, fucked up my other dryer. So I'm never going back there. To the credit of the people who built the X-Power, the motors are so much more accessible on them than they are on the K92. The K92s are hard to do. They actually take a little bit of knowledge and some special glue and just some familiarity. Whereas I could go in and fix an X Power dryer. They're really well built. Well, I got a new one good, and I good. say, wow, <laughs> wow, you know. My old dryer had just been diminishing slightly over the last year while I was hearing it whining. It was also overheating. Another sign. Another sign. That all is not well in your dryer <laughs> is if it's burning your hand mm -hmm. as you use it or melting the hose. Yeah. I knew, but now... I realized that it also lost power because the new one is so much more powerful and it's got the newer hookup with the attachments and everything. So it's going to be a better dryer and I can ultimately get the old one fixed to be a have as a backup because I don't want to be caught without the backup. I had to groom for a whole day, one whole day. That's enough. <laughs> But I was grooming by myself because that was another thing. I got to work on Friday and Yvonne had to go home sick right now. No conversation, no nothing. I got to go home now. I'm really sick. So there I am. I did two days by myself, Susie. Two days that were scheduled for two people. I did by myself and I survived, although I will say kind of just barely in the knee and back and feet. My feet are so messed up that I could hardly walk. I can feel the pain from here. Jeez. I'm going to have to set about doing that. I haven't been taking care of my body because I haven't been able to afford copays. Yeah, I understand. So I had a blowout on my trailer. I blew a tire out. A tire? Well... Was it a blowout or was it mischief from the neighbor? This I am not exactly positive about because I was grooming three dogs in front of the neighbor's house because there's a fire hydrant in front of the house that the dogs live at. So I park in front of this guy's house Sunday at two o'clock in the afternoon and I run my generator for three and a half hours. 
I get it. It's a little imposing, but it's every three months. It's three hours every three months. It's not that big a deal. Well, this time I came out and the neighbor was golfing in his front yard. He was playing around with his golf clubs and a golf oh. ball. And it wasn't even really golfing weather because it's been just rainy here. And then I drove half a block away and I heard, and I looked back and I had a flat tire. So I pulled over, canceled the rest of my day because, you know, that's what I wanted to do after missing 14 days in December is cancel some more people. So I canceled and rescheduled two more dogs and I waited for AAA to show up because I have an unmarked trailer and RV coverage. They will tow my trailer. They don't know it's a business. So I sit there, I'm waiting, I'm waiting. Finally, AAA shows up. But meanwhile, Les Schwab has closed because it's New Year's Eve. I miss Les Schwab, but just a little bit farther, four-tenths of a mile farther is Discount Tires. And they close at five. And I called AAA at like one, and they showed up at four. And Uh. so to hook the trailer up and get to Discount Tires, I was really pushing it. But I had called them. And talked to them, and they were very nice. And they said, no, if you show up before 5 o'clock, we will fix your trailer. And I had full days. Of course, I have full days every day, pretty much, right now. And so I was able to get finally towed in there. But in the process of towing, the tow truck driver, who was really one of the better tow truck drivers I've had with the trailer, ran the rim of my trailer up the rail of the flatbed and wrecked my rim so I not only needed a tire but now I needed a rim (laughs) but this is just how it goes for mobile grooming and if you want to become a mobile groomer you kind of have to be aware that this crap happens and if you can't deal with it it's not your thing so luckily in the day of cell phones I had plenty of entertainment in my car as I waited (laughs) but then the very next morning it was a little chilly so I turned on the heater in my space heater in the trailer and apparently there was some hair in there and I caught it on fire. (laughs) I'm standing there with my back to the heater and I turn around and there's flames shooting out from the heater. (laughs) So, you know, no big deal. I turned the element (laughs) off and the hair stopped burning, but not before a few pieces flew out. I was like, "Uh uh-oh. So I took my HV dryer and blew the hair out of my heater. (laughs) Little Febreze in the air. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) And then I do assisted living shag housing, they call it out here. Got a a lady who I picked up from another groomer who fell off her horse, and she has Parkinson's, and she can't leave the apartment. So I have to walk all the way over to the apartment, and I have to park in a dirt parking lot, kind of, I'd say a good block and a half, two blocks away. So I pull into the parking lot. It's Friday night. This was just uh, two days ago. And there is a gathering of construction workers in the parking lot. And they're kind of separated into two groups, and it looked very suspiciously like gang activity. (laughs) And I'm thinking, oh, man, I've got to leave my trailer and walk all the way over, get the dog, walk all the way back while my stuff is all sitting here with a generator in the back and a bunch of construction workers who are drinking and partying in the parking lot. So I got out of the trailer, and I walked over to the closer of the group, and I said, hey, guys, 
when did this become a party spot? Because I'm here all the time. And he says, oh, no, the party spot's over there. And he points at the old folks' home. He said, about six in the morning over there. And I said, well, <laughs> actually, that's where I'm going. And I said, keep an eye on my stuff, would you? And they did, which was really cool. And I came back and I said, sorry to harsh your buzz, guys, but I got to start my generator. And it's a little noisy. And they're like, oh, it's fine. No problem at all. By the time I finished the dog, it was pouring down rain they're still out there in their rain gear partying in the parking lot <laughs> uh, you never know what you're gonna find it's one of those kind of things and I got to go to Cascade and get a whole bunch of samples and I suspect you were mailed some of the same samples so testing is going on ongoing testing oh I love it it's so much fun Chris Christensen stuff free stuff yes bio groom stuff Envirogroom stuff. We got stuff. We got stuff. We got free stuff. I tried two things yesterday. That's the good. There's good and bad sides of of my working alone. The two bad sides are that, first of all, my body gives out. And secondly, I start noticing things I don't like around my shop. And I can't find things because people put things away according to their logic, which is not always similar to mine. <laughs> and so I get angry. So when I'm working alone, I just get like all these little needles of pissed offness are poking me. You know, this pisses me off. Well, that really pisses me off. You know? <laughs> so I just go around with this pissed offness happening <laughs> and uh so i have to play music in order to not let it penetrate too deeply and then the good side is that i get to try the products myself instead of either having them get all used up because somebody likes it but doesn't ever tell me any of the good news about the product or it just gets put away on some shelf and nobody tries it out you know like nobody tried out the show she sees in shine say that three times fast yeah that... <laughs> say it with no lower denture show, show season, season shine, shine shampoo shine shampoo show season shine shampoo Ooh. <laughs> maybe that's why they couldn't pronounce it so Nobody even tried it, and it sat there for a month until I finally said, please use this product. Let's see how it works. So anyway, I got to try out a couple of things. So I tried out the Chris Christensen Smart Wash Whitener Shampoo on my every three-week Maltese that comes in black. Pee-wee? Yeah, pee-wee. It worked really well because I was in it because Yvonne usually – like uses grime time on his feet and uh, up his legs. And I just didn't have time for that working by myself. So I just hit it with a smart wash and it really cleaned it out pretty good. Excellent. It was noticeably bright. I liked the way it cleaned. I thought it did a nice job. Yeah. I didn't get a great whitening effect, but I've only tried it on two dogs in one bath. So, you know, I can't really say yet. It was my first attempt. I wanted it to smell better. Well, see, there you are. I know. <laughs> there you are. You're, I admit it. That's a good thing. Because 
I'm not so influenced by the fragrance and you are. And so that makes us two different kinds of shoppers. True. I can't even tell you about the fragrance. But didn't really have one. It was very mild. Well, yeah. Which, okay, that's fine. But, you know, I like that special treat. If I'm going to fragrance a dog, I prefer to use a cologne spray after everything else. Um, the other thing that I used was the Bio Quick Dry. I can't exactly name, remember the exact name of it. But it is a fragrance-free. And I would like that because you don't want to have everything you use on the dog smell different because then you just end up with garbage. Or in my case, fruit salad. Fruit salad, yeah, right. (laughs) Everything's pretty fruity. (laughs) Because that's a what do you like? Well, I only used it on one dog because I forgot to use it on the second one. (laughs) I used it on a fat Shih Tzu and it did seem like I dried him in no time at all. But I was also using the new b27 dryer so kind of canceled out any real measurement or appreciation of the product so i had to to work on that how to measure that how to know if i really like it i use the d shed uh, yeah. both the biogroom d shed and the smart wash d shed and i had kind of mixed results from the smart wash d shed and that, but further testing needed before I really stick my foot in my mouth. And the other one, I don't think the dog was shedding. I don't think the dog was really a great example to test the BioGroom one. So more testing to come on my part. Well, and the thing we need to keep in mind with both of those products, both the BioGroom D-Shed and the Chris Christensen D-Shed, do not use silicones in their D-Shed system. And there's they're silicone free, and we're used to using Best Shot, which is a silicone based system. They're both similar, and I would well I don't know I'm going to be expressing my bias to say that I would kind of expect to be less impressed. Okay. As far as I'm concerned, nothing quite takes the place of silicones when it comes to slipperiness of the hair. Okay, since you brought it up, I did a husky shepherd that has a very husky type coat who sheds like crazy and I used the smart wash. And what it did was it released the hair halfway out the coat, but then it just clung there. So I took a picture of it. I'll even put it up on the Facebook group when we post this if someone reminds me if I forget. But you can see the shedding hair halfway out of the coat but the coat is dense enough so it just hung on to the hair it never really released completely out of there it released some but it was not best shot release so it released but it didn't slip through yeah it just kind of stuck there because there's no silicone (laughs) so uh sorry that would be my assessment Yes. Well, I'm there, but I more testing needed, especially for the BioGroom one, because I didn't get a really good shot at that. So I also heard from a little text message that you have a new hack for beveled feet. Well, you know, I kind of stumbled upon this. 
little hack for beveled feet because I like to make the hair on in front of the toes kind of stand up straight and be beveled. I think it makes it look kind of like a biscuit. Yes. The most exaggerated example of beveled feet are the competition and show Cocker Spaniel feet. And aren't they just amazing? Yeah, so that's pretty amazing. But when you have a shorter coat, like a Bichon or a Shih Tzu that's been cut down, you don't have as much fur on the foot to bevel. But I have found out, kind of by accident, that if you take your hand and press the hair down from the sort of top of the foot down to the toes and scissor that, that it will automatically have a beveling effect over the front of the foot. Ooh, nice. So you comb it all down, and then you press it down with your hand, and then scissor around the top of the foot, and then let it go, and then then just kind of even it up if something still sticks out beyond the cut place just to throw it around. And there you'll have a really nice little bevel foot. It's the same thing that we do to bevel the cuff of the poodle leg where it meets the shaved poodle foot. Like the poofs or even on a lamb foot, right? Yeah. So you comb it down. Then you run your hand down the leg and hold it where you want it to be right at the foot and scissor right around your hand. And poof, you've got a beveled tuff on your bone. The same thing to do the toes to make it beveled at the toes. Press down from the top of the foot where the foot meets the leg bone there and smooth all the hair down towards the toes and then tuck that. And then because you have like poked some of the hair that generally would be just back a little bit from the edge of the toe, it will bevel that. Do you keep the foot on the ground when you do that? Or are you picking up the foot? Well, you know, I've done it both ways. Okay. Because I I also do it by holding the foot up and encircling the foot with my forefinger and my thumb and scissoring from the back of the foot. But you're less in control of what you're seeing doing it that way. However, especially back feet, I do that way. Doing it by picking the foot up, you're more likely to get that area where you can't see so good on the inside of the foot when the dog is standing on its feet. Or potentially pointy toes. Sometimes pointy toes are okay. When when they ask for especially tight feet, it's going to come out pointy. Well, when I pick up the foot and try to do the beveling from the underneath side, sometimes I take it too short on the front part of the foot and then I end up with pointy feet on accident. Yeah, I know. That's just me. (laughs) this is why i clipper mostly (laughs) clipper combs but you can do this with the clippers i use my figura five-in-one trimmer by putting my hand down to the table and then just clipping 
you know, instead of clipping, I'm trying to see how to explain edging. This. Are you I just chopping it off? I just edge around it just by. Yeah, see, I'm down here. Yes, you can see you, it. Uh, for those who are listening to our show, <laughs> Barbara is holding the dog's foot in one hand, and she's holding the clipper at the normal angle, and she's just using the front edge of the clipper to cut off the front of the hair, I think. Thank you. There we Thank go. Thank you for the description. <laughs> there you go. That's why we're partners. That's right. All right, Barbara, let's take a quick break and hear a slew of advertising, because I want to run them all right now, and then we're going to learn about pacifier ingredient list and apple cider vinegar oh and apple cider vinegar hey chris bear anthony here you may know i've been swiveling for years now with my beloved evolution shears but i wasn't actually born with a pair of swivel shears in my hands check out our website and facebook page for our library of how-to videos or give me a shout for a personalized guide your hands will thank you don't forget GroomPod listeners get $10 off and free shipping with the code GroomPod. What are you waiting for? Give them a try today. Sometimes my clients don't like a walking air freshener. When these crazy people request a scent-free option, I go right to show season. I think that everybody should have show season true tearless shampoo and show season hypo conditioner on hand. Show Season has formulated true tearless shampoo with alternative surfactants that are less irritating, but still clean very well. And the Hypo Conditioner is one of the best fragrance-free conditioners in the market. And if you guys would like to find some Show Season True Tearless or Hypo Conditioner, go to Show Season. Let me tell you about Best Shot's newest addition to the Ultramax Pro line. Ultramax Hair Hold is a flexible hairspray that can be layered on for a stronger hold. Ultramax Hair Hold Spray is great, but my favorite new product is called the Max, and I won't groom without it. It's a fragrance-free, ultra-concentrate conditioner and detangler. It reduces drying time and handles undercoat and tangles like magic. Just a few drops in the final rinse or spray it on and dry it in. Contact your favorite Best Shot distributor or learn more online at bestshotpet.com. Grooming success begins with Best Shot in your tub. Made from the best stuff on earth. Groomers, take your seats. School is about to begin. Well, oh, already? Well, I was just going to let you introduce yourself. <laughs> I've been trying to mix it up a little. Hey, Barbara, tell me about ingredient uh, hey. lists. <laughs> okay, so look at this came about as a result of our Facebook group where uh, one of our regular visitors asked for a segment on apple cider vinegar shampoo and had a picture of the Nature Specialties sparkling cider shampoo. So it turned out that just a week ago, Sandy at Show Season told me that they had a new product, which is their apple cider vinegar shampoo. And so I thought, oh, good. And they're going to, and she wanted me to try it out. So they're sending me some. But meanwhile, we get this thing can you do a segment on apple cider vinegar? And it's um, the Nature Specialties product is pictured. Yeah. So first of all, I want to talk about why would we want 
an apple cider vinegar shampoo, which is a good question because it's a thing right now. It's a fad. It's trending. And I didn't realize this. Apple cider vinegar has been like a holy grail of the natural folks for decades. And apple cider vinegar rinse for your hair has been on the internet forever. You know, like it's just, the, it's always been a thing. I think it pre-existed the internet. Yeah, it definitely pre-existed the internet. And I remember even using in my heavily holistic days, that's a good way to put it, heavily holistic <laughs> days. Yes. I used apple cider vinegar to clean doggy ears. And I even turned around a couple of nasty situations with the apple cider vinegar. And I was using the unfiltered, uncooked stuff with the icky mother in it. Ah. Do we know what the mother is? That's the stringy shit down in the bottle that makes you feel like it's a little creepy. It is a little creepy. But that's what gives apple cider vinegar its, quote, mojo. Oh. <laughs> you know? All right. Apparently, it's kind of a magic ingredient that makes the unfiltered, unpurified apple cider vinegar more beneficial than other apple cider vinegars. I didn't realize what a huge trend the apple cider vinegar hair products until I kind of went to Amazon and there's a ton of them. Oh, really? And even Head and Shoulders has their apple cider vinegar shampoo and a rinse. Traditionally or historically, apple cider vinegar has been used as a rinse to clarify, to, you know, remove buildup, kind of like the um, results rinse from Show Seasons that I helped to design. And we wanted to make a rinse that acidified the coat and rather than weigh it down with a lot of creamy kind of conditioners. So apple cider vinegar does some of the same thing. It removes residue and it tightens the hair cuticle. It does not close the hair cuticle like it's a door because it can't open like it's a door. <laughs> Got it. But it does get kind of raised and lifted and an acidic solution will help to close that to tighten that back up and that makes the hair there's two things that make hair naturally shiny one is a smooth hair cuticle and the other is properly aligned hair shafts one against the other if they're all at the same angle they will reflect the light in a way that makes it appear shiny right got it so apple cider vinegar does the first one of those ways. Your brushing and combing does the second of those things. It'll realigns the hair. And the tool that is really good at realigning hair is the slicker brush. Just saying. <laughs> so good. I got more interested when I saw how popular, like, I'm going to get to my notes here any minute now. Wait a minute. Note search. 
We can think of apple cider vinegar shampoo as a clarifying shampoo with an air quotes natural twist. Um, and it's got this mojo that is the mother in those instances where they're using unfiltered, unpurified, natural apple cider vinegar. So kind of similar to that kombucha tea stuff where you've got the mother in there or in a sourdough, you've got a mother. It's like the starter. Yeah, the mother is kind of like the starter and it's kind of got the un unmeasured, immeasurable. Well, I don't know. Actually, I haven't searched the science to see if there's any science about the apple cider vinegar mother. I guess I should do that. And hopefully for next week, I will have the show season product to try out. And the big difference between the two products is we know what's going in the show season product. Yeah, the big difference is the marketing of the product. Now, Nature Specialties doesn't claim that their apple cider vinegar is unfiltered. Because believe me, you can believe me, that if it was, they would be claiming it. Ingredients list for the two products is an excellent example of a company that is marketing by not telling you the whole truth and a company that is marketing by the assumption that to disclose the ingredients is a matter of company integrity. And here's the nature specialty Barkling vinegar ingredients. Contains, they don't even call it ingredients. I noticed that. Well, you know, because that's tricky. Because when you say ingredients, you expect to see all of them. When you say contains, it could contain this, but not that, and da da, and and, da, and some apple cider vinegar contains a non-toxic, biodegradable blend. Well, don't we want all of our shampoos to be a non-toxic, biodegradable mixture? I hope so. In a proprietary, we ain't telling you. Mild shampoo base, proprietary means we ain't telling you. Yeah. In a secret mild shampoo base with aloe vera, and you all know what I think about aloe vera. Oh, Patty. Panthenol, which I would call a good thing. It's a moisturizer. Apple cider vinegar, vitamins A, D, and E, as if they made any significant difference and fragrance ph balanced well what the heck is ph balance you're gonna create an acidic acidic shampoo and then deacidify it <laughs> i went to nature specialties i wanted to buy some and by the way they're on facebook and they even have a nature specialty store on Facebook, but there's no apple cider vinegar shampoo. Sparkling cider is not available on Facebook. So I went to nature specialties and I thought, well, you know, I'll just disclose to them that I'm a groomer 
but they want you to fill out a form. They want your license number. They want your your mother's maiden name. You know, like that. They don't want that. But it's like, fuck you, no. So <laughs> I got mad. I didn't follow through. I'm not buying any from nature specialties. But if there's anybody that wants to send me some sparkling cider shampoo, I'd be. Uh, delighted to compare and contrast it with show seasons ACV pet shampoo where they declare ingredients dig this purified water sodium laurel sulfate sodium laurel ether sulfate which is going to be sodium laureth sulfate cocamide MEA cocamidopropyl betaine fragrance DMDM hydantoin, raw organic unfiltered apple cider vinegar, and sunflower triglycerides, which is in all of their shampoos. So there's the difference between a shampoo list of ingredients with integrity and a shampoo list that is just a pacifier. It's like giving the two-year-old, shoving a pacifier in her mouth instead of feeding her a meal, right? And they act as if we don't know the difference. And the truth is we're changing that. Non-toxic, biodegradable blend in a we ain't telling you mild shampoo base. Bull patty, bull patty. They're not telling you the working elements of the shampoo. We know that show season is using Sodium laurel sulfate and sodium laureth sulfate, cocamide MEA and cocamidopropyl betaine. That's their shampoo base. We know what it is. If we want to avoid sulfates, we're not going to use that shampoo. If we want good cleaning, <laughs> we are. Uh, they don't have a lot of other stuff in it. The sunflower triglycerides are in all of their shampoos. It helps to maintain the fragrance value. It helps to refat the skin. In other words, replace lipids that are possibly washed off by the effective cleansers. And the raw organic unfiltered apple cider vinegar is your kind of mojo ingredient. Now, what show season does is underneath their you know, on another paragraph on their ingredient panel, not under ingredients. They say paraben-free, biodegradable, non-toxic, cruelty-free. Now, having to put non-toxic on a label, it reminds me. It This is because of all of the fear-mongering. The reason that you have to put non-toxic on a label is because all of the fear-mongering that's been going around to make people fear that there's toxic shit in their regular shampoo. It reminds me of when I opened my shop in the Yellow Pages. I opened in 1977, and it just so happened in the 60s and into the 70s there was a kind of conspiracy theory that groomers were using Valium at tranquilizers. This was just a conspiracy theory, just like there's these conspiracy theories about toxic ingredients in shampoos now. It's just a theory. It's just a conspiracy 
unsubstantiated. Get out your tin hat. Yeah. And so we used to have to put no tranquilizers used in our Yellow Pages ad. We had to pay for putting that in there. I mean, we had to use space to say that because if you didn't say that, people could assume maybe you were using tranquilizers. You know, like, oh, my dog slept for three days after grooming. <laughs> you know, yeah, because he struggled. So that's not to say that there is anything toxic or damaging in the other shampoo. It's just deceptive is what I feel like. It just feels deceptive. And the 2023, 2022, 2023 issue is now that now the argument is about environmental concerns and the biodegradable or not nature of our ingredients you know so biodegradable just means that bacteria can decompose it it'll break apart yeah for now silicones are not biodegradable but they are degradable they degrade they diminish they gradually turn back to sand but they don't do it with the partnership of bacterium that are in the soils and all of that cruelty free that's another one you have to say cruelty free what do you think that my products have been tested on animals well no products aren't tested on animals ingredients are tested on animals and the ingredients have sodium lauryl sulfate a, a whole lot of rats have been euthanized to measure the effects of sodium lauryl and sodium lauryl ether sulfate. It's just the truth. But the products haven't been used on laboratory animals. And there again, because this is a concern, because dogs are our babies, you know, it's, it's horrible, but we did learn that they breed beagles for laboratory use. We have a lot of beagles in this area from University of Washington. Yeah, and so sometimes the animals have a life after experimentation, but in most cases, when they're doing an experiment or when they're, when they're measuring toxicity, uh, they have to measure the levels in the organs, and the only way to do that is to euthanize the animal and dissect it. You know, so these animals they have a 16, 36-week experimental process where they uh, go through being dosed with agonizing amounts of something and being made sick and all that shit, or not. But anyway, regardless of whether they have symptoms of anything, they're all killed off at the end. And this is what makes it so hard for me to really read the original studies that provided the science. Okay, guys, Barbara's internet has puked out on us, so I'm just gonna wrap up the show right here. So thanks for being here this week and every week, and thanks for supporting us on Patreon and for the donation button, and thank you for supporting our sponsors, and happy grooming, everyone. We'll see you next time on The Groom Pod. Bye-bye now.